everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. If the truth be told, everyone wants to live a good, healthy and vibrant life. But I'm here to tell you that a vibrant life is grown on purpose. It just doesn't happen by accident. So, no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether you are a businessman, a church leader or a housewife, this podcast will challenge you and all your organization to grow intentionally towards your God-given purpose. My name is Justin Duro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-hosts, Robin Aldea. Hey podcast listeners, we are coming to you today with the final episode of this month's growth week and what a week it has been so far. We started off um, this month by talking about growing the future you and we had some really good conversations along the way. So I want to encourage you if you're maybe tuning in for the first time right now, don't just listen today, go back to the beginning of this week And listen to every episode because we've just been building line upon line and every single part of this week can touch you, can impact you. So go back and listen to that. And, you know, we we started speaking about growth environments in the middle of this week and how important that is. And today we are going to be covering how you can assess your current environment. But before we get into that, we want to tell you today that, you know, goals are great. It's great to have goals. It's great to have something that you're keeping in front of yourself as a motivation to get somewhere. But if you're not growing along the way, then there's something that's a bit out of line. And so we want to say, stop focusing on just your goals and start focusing on growth. And so we want to speak for a minute around what is the difference between being goal conscious and being growth conscious. We want to help you spot that difference today. So Pastor Jay, why don't you kick us off by giving us the first thing that you can look at between being goal conscious versus growth conscious? I have noticed that there are so many hardworking people, well-meaning, uh, they they intend to grow, but yet they just plateau and they stop growing because they focus on the goals. People who are goal conscious uh, focus on the destination. If I do this, it's done. But people who are growth conscious focus on the journey. They enjoy the process. They make it about the process. Mm. And I think that I've seen a lot of people who have done this where you focus on the, de- the destination and you miss out on life in the process. Yeah. And so I think that that is so important. You should not be so focused on the end goal, the end game, you know, that you miss out on the people around you. You miss out on just doing life and living life to the fullest because you're not enjoying that journey. You know, people who are goal conscious are motivated by self. It's always about me. It's always about what I want to do, where I want to get. But people who are growth conscious, they will mature themselves. They will, like we said, you're going to go through that process. You're going to dig the trenches. You're going to dig deep and you're going to do what you need to do to mature yourself. But not only that, it's not going to be only inward focus, self-motivated, you're going to want to improve others as well. You're going to want to come alongside people. You're going to want to bring others in on that process. And so um, you can already see that being growth conscious just opens so much more in terms of, hey, um, I'm not going to be so focused on self. I'm going to look at the person next to me and what can I help them in their journey? Goals are seasonal, Robin. 
if you focus on a goal, it's only going to be for a season because every goal, especially if you do what we call smart goals, every goal is time bound, which means that there is a deadline. And when you reach the end of that goal, that's when growth stops. But those who are growth focused, they are always growing because growth is lifelong. And there's a huge difference between a season of growth or a lifelong process of continual growing. People who focus on goals uh, will enjoy some measure of growth while they are pursuing the goal. But people who focus on growth are not just looking at growth spurts. They are going to continually grow and they will become better and better. I love that. Goal-conscious people, um, they are challenged by goals. So they love the challenge. They are the the ones who are motivated to get to that goal, which is great. But when you are growth-conscious, um, that is something that changes you. It doesn't just challenge you, it changes you. And so there's actual transformation that is happening in your life. You're not just focusing on getting somewhere. You're actually saying, hey, in the process of getting there, I want to be transformed. I want to become better. Wow, that's so powerful, Robin. Goal-conscious people wait for growth to come to them. You know, if you're so focused on the goal, you only know whether you are growing or not when you achieve the goal. So you make it, hey, when I reach this target, if I sell this, if I do this, then I know I have achieved. But people who are focusing on growth can tell while they are going through the process, this is working, this is not working. So they don't wait for the goal to decide whether or not they are going to grow. They are consciously growing every single day. Wow, that's really good. So goal-conscious people learn only from their mistakes, while growth-conscious people learn before mistakes. Pastor Jay, you have personally challenged me on this a bunch of times. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, um, we had experienced some um, loss in our family. And I remember I was going through the grieving process and I had this conversation. I, I don't even know if you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, but I had this conversation with you and I was struggling to process, you know, what I was going through, what my family was going through. And I remember you said to me, you know, the time to learn a principle is not within a crisis. You learn the principle before the crisis right. and then you will be able to walk through it. It won't be less painful, yeah. but it's going to be um, maybe more peaceful. Yeah. You know, you'll be more at rest when you are actually um, when you've learned before that thing. And so for me, that kind of links in with learning before your mistakes. Um, you know, when it comes to just being so goal focused, you can only it's almost like you you don't want to learn anything but what is related to that goal in that That's moment. Right. But when you are focused on growth, you're saying, hey, I want to learn everything I can before that mistake. Yeah. So that, again, means bringing people in, having the conversations, walking the road and saying, hey, I want to do the hard work now before I make the mistakes. Yeah. When you are goal focused, you are like a, a horse wearing blinkers. You just want to get to the finished line. So you don't care what's happening around you. You don't learn from what's happening around you. But when you are growth conscious, you know that you could you, you can grow along the way. And so you are open to learning a whole lot of other things other than just uh, the things that are relating to the goal that you have set for yourself. And goal focused people tend to rely on luck, but people who are growth focused rely on hard work. You know, when when you set a goal 
and you are not focusing on the process. You don't know whether or not you're going to achieve it. You're kind of just like, I hope I'm going to do this. I hope um, I will be inspired enough to make it to the end. And you are, you are not aware of the process. But people that are growth conscious, they know that I just need to put in the hard work every single day. I need to do what I need to do. And if I keep doing this, all the goals that I've set, I will achieve. So I want to encourage you, have goals, but then focus on the process rather than on the goal. Yeah, that's so good, Pastor Jay. I love that. And so we're going to transition into speaking about assessing your environment, but we really felt that we wanted to emphasize that to you before we went any further, because we want you to be focused on growing. That is going to get you the furthest. It's going to help you to just live the vibrant life that we are passionate about seeing you grow. That's right, Robin. And as you assess your environment, be growth conscious. Don't just make it a goal thing like, uh, well, they said I must do this, so it's done. Be growth conscious. And if you are going to approach this assessment test with a focus on growth, you're going to enjoy it. But if it's just about a goal, you're going to struggle. That's great. So I want to encourage you right now, you know, if you need to press pause, do that. But I want to, I want you to get a notepad or a pen or take notes on your phone, whatever you need to do, because I want you to write these down. Um, these are statements yeah. that you can evaluate, assess your environment right now. These are true or false statements. So we're just going to go ahead and give those to you. And you, we want you to answer true or false to these statements. So why don't you give us the first one? Yeah. So the first one is others are ahead of me. So we're talking about in your environment, whatever that environment might be. And please don't assess all your environments at the same time. It will confuse you because some of us find ourselves in all sorts of different environments at different times. So if you're assessing, say, your friendship uh, environment, the people that you socialize with, then all the 10 questions must be applied to the same environment. So when you're assessing your environment, can you honestly say that others are ahead of me in this environment. Mm. The next one is, I am continually being challenged. So you need to ask yourself, in your current environment, in that environment that you're busy assessing right now, are you being continually challenged? The third one will be, my focus is always forward. In your environment, is it true that you're always looking forward? Yeah. The next one is that the atmosphere is affirming. So this one is important. Um, you need to ask yourself, is the atmosphere that I'm in affirming? Is it positive? Is it good for growth? Now, the fifth one is I am often out of my comfort zone. And I'm sure you don't want to be out of your comfort zone, but it must be an environment where you find yourself at times or oftentimes out of your comfort zone. The next one is, I wake up excited. This one is, is a good one. Like when you know that you're about to go into that environment, are you excited? So you need to ask, do I wake up excited to go into that space today? That's right. And the next one is, failure is not my enemy in my current environment, mm. which basically means when you make mistakes, are you able to walk into those environment, into your environment and honestly say, hey, I've made a mistake and this is not um, something that is going to be used against me? Mm. 
The next one is others are growing. So this one is a bit like, like we said, it's not so self-focused. You need to look at the people around you in your current environment. Are the people around you also growing? Yeah. And that's very, very important with all the other principles that we covered in the course of the week. It's important to know that you are growing with the people in your environment. And number nine is people desire change. I'm not just talking about you, but the people in your environment are really earnestly seeking and desiring change. Mm. And the last one is that growth is modeled and expected. So that means that there are key people in your environment where you can see growth being modeled. And not only is it being modeled, but it is expected of the various people in your environment to be growing. So I love those 10 statements because, you know, we could go into each one and kind of break them down. We don't have the time to do that today. But if you want to assess your environment, we want you to go and really be honest about, um, is it true? Is it false that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? So we want you to do that. So Pastor Jay, um, we did that. We did that sitting around our table during growth week. Um, we each had the opportunity to answer true or false to each of those statements. And after assessing our environment individually, we each assessed our environment. We realized that there were four areas where kind of everyone agreed that those were the four areas of maybe concern where, you know, most people answered false to the statement. So can yeah. you tell us more about that? Yeah, so after the assessment, for us, it was so important to know, is our environment healthy for the growth we want to see? Is our environment conducive for the kind of things that we're talking about, teaching and aspiring to achieve as an organization? And then it was concerning for us that we had four uh, areas that need extra attention. And so we quickly turned it into a a percentage and we said, so are we saying right now that our environment is 60% growth conducive? So this was an opportunity for us to grow, which means if you have assessed your environment and you scored less than 50%, that environment is limiting or lowering your growth rate. So you need to do something about your environment. Now for us, I think the main one that triggers or connects all of them together was the fact that we said our environment is not affirming enough. So let's let's talk about that. Um, what what was uh, some of the concerns when it came to not being affirmed? Well, Pastor Jay, I think one of the the main concerns was, and and I think again it comes down to being goal focused and not growth focused because um, this concern that was raised was that, Hey, we do a lot of work. We produce a lot of work and we quickly will jump on something when it's not right or when maybe it doesn't meet the standard that we are expecting of it. And yet when we do meet the standard and when something is good, um, you know, maybe we, we don't make enough noise about that. And so that was a real concern. And I think as that person was just brave enough to say that, um, there was like a consensus around the table of, hey, like I've been there too. And so I think, like you said, that led into um, the other three areas yeah. of um, why we feel like, hey, maybe this is um, the 40% not healthy that we yeah. need to be working on. Yeah. When I heard this, obviously I wanted to kind of quickly fix it, but I realized that I needed to listen to people very, very carefully. 
and understand why are they feeling like they're not appreciated because we we kind of know that we love one another we are a family and all those things but in in our meetings we've got so many um uh, systems to analyze what's going wrong and we want to fix it that we forget to say hey well done on whatever you have done and make enough noise so we immediately started working uh, on this and we want to make sure that in the next couple of months our environment will be more affirming but connected to this robin uh, here are the other the other three let me just lay them out so that you know i don't have to repeat myself over and over again so the other three uh, i don't wake up excited failure seems to be my enemy in this organization and growth is not modeled and expected enough so those things uh were strongly connected to the fact that our environment was not affirming enough so when somebody made a mistake everybody is noticing their mistakes everybody is talking about uh how they need to work or improve something but when they get something right they're like why are you not making enough mm-hmm. noise and so we 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 recognize it and we are really working on it and the ripple effects of not being affirmed enough where i'm not excited about work i'm really not because i don't enjoy my work not because i don't enjoy what i do but i'm just afraid of that feeling when i make one mistake it feels like someone is going to come down on me and um one of the challenges for me personally robin was the fact that we always say and and i i said it around the table i said how many times have we said you have permission to fail and i quickly realized that it's one thing to give people permission to fail but when they fa- fail how do you uh react mm-hmm. because that's what's going to uh make a difference in mm. their lives. I think I remember saying, "Hey, failure is my enemy." Like sitting around the table that day, I I literally said, "Um I've always seen failure as an enemy." You know, and I think um I've probably been on staff the longest out of everyone. Um for me to to hear the statement and have to say like, "Hey, failure is not my enemy." I couldn't truthfully say that mm. because I did feel that failure was my enemy. And 100%, I think that definitely added to the thing of I, I don't wake up excited to come to work, you know. Um, maybe we're not modeling and expecting growth enough. And yeah, it just added to the the environment not being conducive for healthy growth. Yeah. And for our podcast listeners, we're giving you a little bit of insight into our own organization because we want you to know that we're taking these things serious. And if you are in an environment where when you make a mistake, you can't honestly come and say, "Hey guys, I've made a mistake," and feel like people are going to help you grow, you need to do something about it. And so we have already started working around this. And the last one, which was number ten, uh, growth is modeled and not expect is is modeled and not expected. We kind of felt like, yeah, we we can model growth, but we're not expecting, or we almost we're not. Uh, putting enough demand on everyone on the team or in our environment to grow. Uh, I think God already gave us the answer. Growth week for us is the answer. Every month we have one week where we model growth and we expect each other mm-hmm. to grow. So yeah, we'll keep you posted on mm-hmm. what's happening in our organization. But our commitment is to move from what is a 60% uh, growth conducive environment right now to a hundred percent hopefully robin <laughs> yeah and i think you know it's been a month since we had that conversation and i think we sat around the table again this week talking about how have we improved in this area and the general consensus was that there has been a considerable 
effort. Yeah. Um, and, and again, bringing it back to being goal conscious versus growth conscious. You know, um, we are so conscious of the fact that, hey, we want to have a healthy growth environment and everyone takes that personally. And so it's beautiful the way we've seen people really just put more effort into being affirming, into um, just being excited yeah. and putting that effort into growing. You know, you said that, you know, the growth week is the one week where we model growth and we expect it. But I think it's more than that. You yeah. know, maybe that is where we lay things out. Yes, it's modeled. But I think that we've now placed the expectation on ourselves and each other that, hey, growth is not expected just one week out of the month. Oh, yeah. Growth is expected all the time. And I'm loving it. It's Certainly. challenging. <laughs> you know, we have our growth pains but um, I'm already seeing the fruit. That's really good, Robin. And uh, what would you say uh, to somebody who's listening to us now? They probably did the assessment test. Mm. Their environment is not looking the way they want it to look. The results are not as positive as they wanted to do. What would you say they mm. need to do? Yeah, so definitely you need to evaluate where you are, which is, hey, take the assessment, evaluate where you are, be honest. And once you have an indication of what your environment looks like, you need to know how can you maximize your environment. So that may be, hey, you actually need to change your environment or you need to have some tough conversations with people in your environment. It's not always easy. Yeah. To, hey, like, okay, um, you know, my, my job has a really bad environment. It may not be possible for you to walk away from that, but there are things that you can do to ensure that your environment, you know, what you bring to the table, you can make it healthier and more conducive for you to grow. So you need to challenge yourself in that. And there are some steps that you can take, some practical steps that you can take to make sure that you are challenging yourself in your environment. And the first one is that you need to make your goals public yeah you need to let people know what is happening especially the people in your environment you need to yeah. tell them hey this is my goal for this environment you need to make it public have that conversation make sure that it's clear firstly to yourself what are you trying to accomplish and then bring other people in on the conversation yeah that's very very good guess what when you start in, when you start changing yourself people in your environment are going to look at you weird mm-hmm but if you clarify, hey, guys, I might seem a little bit off for you guys, but this is the goal. This is the reason. This is what I'm trying to do. Then they will actually help you. And set deadlines for your goals. Uh, it's very, very important. In that environment, how long am I going to give people grace? Don't give uh, your environment grace forever. You know, our environment is not perfect. We are working on it, but we gave each other grace and we know that by such, such a date, we're going to assess this thing. Is it working? Is it not? So mm -hmm. set clear uh, deadlines. Otherwise, you're going to stay unnecessarily long in an environment that is not helping mm. you. The next one is that you need to try and assess what your collective strengths are. Yeah. So again, this is also personal. You need to know what are your strengths? What are you bringing to the table? But you also need to look around um, at the people in your environment. What are each individual person's strengths yeah. and again you know this can be helpful because in focusing on strengths you automatically become more affirming i think in our environment it's becoming more and more evident who is stronger in what area mm. and now when we need that person's strength we know who to go to we're like hey you want this done well go speak to so and so they will help you they will help you grow in that area and that's important because that will challenge you in your own environment. Definitely. If you're in an environment and you are not learning anything, you are not maximizing your environment. It doesn't matter 
uh, how healthy or how unhealthy the environment is. You need to use what you have. You can learn in whatever environment you are in. So challenge yourself in that environment. It might not be the best environment, but you can still learn something. What mm-hmm. are you learning in that environment right now? Definitely. And the next thing that you can ask yourself is who have you met with recently that has challenged you? Earlier this week, we said, you know, if you are the smartest person in the room, you, you maybe you're in the wrong room. You need, you need to sur- surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, who are better than you, who are challenging you in that area. So who have you met with recently that has challenged you? And the next one, Robin, is what have you read recently that is helping you grow? Because it's so easy to blame your environment. And if you are not getting some form of input to challenge you to grow personally, you are always going to make the environment the biggest excuse. So what are you learning right now from the books that you're reading or the input that you're bringing into your life. And like we said um, in yesterday's episode, this doesn't have to necessarily be a book that you're reading. It can be a podcast that you're listening to. It can be um, any form of input that is just helping you to grow. And then finally, um, a really good way that you can challenge yourself in an environment. And I love doing this is to consider the people in your environment who you can clearly see are growing like i love looking at people and championing people and being like hey i can see that whatever you're doing right now that's working for you so i want to have that conversation with them and be like what are you doing right now to grow so consider the people in your environment who you can see hey they are growing have a conversation with them i promise you you are going to be challenged to grow even more yeah that's powerful robin and it also gives us a good opportunity to bring some of the values that we want to see in a healthy environment. Like the moment you approach somebody and you say, hey, I notice you're growing in this area. One, you're encouraging them, you're affirming them, and you're making that an opportunity to learn from them. Definitely. That's great. So yeah, um, listeners, we have come to the end of this month's growth week. What a journey it has been. It has been so awesome to present these conversations to you and something new that we're introducing right now is to all our faithful listeners who have been um you know trekking along with us there is a prize that we have in store for you so pastor jay please tell us about that yeah so we really want you to grow and i know one of the ways you can grow is to get some input read something reading is important and so we decided we are going to give a book away and I chose the book entitled 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Hey, I don't have to introduce John to you. John is a well-renowned uh, leadership expert. He is an, a fantastic author, brilliant communicator. He has become a mentor to me, uh, being part of his organization. I am learning constantly and uh, consistently from him. So, When I was studying for my uh, certification program, I went through this book and this book helped shift me from the mentality of accidental growth to intentional growth. And I know that if you read this book, it is a simple and practical, well-written book that is going to help you. It's going to add to this growth week experience that you're having. So it's not just another book. It is a tool. In fact, at the end of every chapter, there are questions that you can answer. There are things that you can do 
to make sure that you maximize the content, the growth content that John is going to be giving you. So we are really excited, Robin, to give this book away because we know it is a valuable tool. He calls them invaluable laws. I want to say this is an invaluable tool to add to your growth process. That is great. And so here is what it is. We started off by talking about um, growing the future you consistency and we ending off today with speaking about assessing your environments and so much more in between. And what we want to know is what growth principle from this month's growth week has impacted you the most and how did it impact you? Now, this is important. We don't just want to know what impacted you. We want to know how did this impact you. We want to hear your story. And so this is how you can enter. You can share this podcast with all your family and friends. And then the most important part of how you can enter this is to go right now on Word of Truth Ministries Instagram and Facebook page. There is a post about this question about growth week. We want you to leave your comments on either Instagram or Facebook and we will see it. So again, that's Word of Truth Ministry on Instagram or Facebook. Go onto the growth week post and leave that comment of how you were impacted by this month's growth week. We're going to choose a winner and we are going to send you a copy of this book. That's right, Robin. I wish we could give each and every one of you a copy of this book. But here is the big deal for us. We want to hear your story. You're not just another person. You're not just a listener. We want to know how we can improve our material so that we can minister to you effectively in the future. So please share with us your story. Make a comment. Give us some feedback. We'll really greatly appreciate it. Mm, definitely. I mean, for one person, the prize is going to be this awesome book. But really, for us, we're going to value and treasure every single comment that's going to come. And that's going to be our prize is to hear from each and every one of our awesome listeners. So we want to encourage you, go and comment. I promise you, Robin, I'm going to read each and every one of those personally. Most definitely, Pastor Jay. I can't wait to read each and every comment. Well, listeners, we have come to the end of this episode and to the end of this month's growth week. We are so excited to bring next month's content to you. So do not miss it as we kick it off the first week of next month. Until then, keep growing.